0: you're listening to Sonic Podcast Adventure, the world's most way past cool Sonic Podcast. My name is Sean H. and I am joined as always by
1: my co-host. I am Chris Dobbins, and we are joined by.
2: Hi, I'm
0: Kevin Kompfeld. Uh So we're talking about. Well, first of all, hi, Kevin. Uh, hi. <laughs> Kevin and I are old friends. Uh, you may have heard me mention him uh, in like the first episode and later episodes when I talk about like I. It, when, when I talk about like getting into Sonic and like you. You and I share like Sonic history with Sonic Adventure Two battle specifically.
2: Oh, absolutely. That was the first Sonic game that I really got into. Um, That was like it was. I really started playing video games more with the GameCube. I had an N64 and I was playing Mario and I was like, this is fun. And then I just really loved. I mean, the same reason people love Sonic and where Sonic came from was people loving to speed run super the Super Mario Brothers game and being like, what if we could do more? And that yeah. was how I felt with um, uh, Adventure Two Battles. I was like, "Oh, this is the fast-paced type of RPG that I would really, really like." And of course, uh, the thing you know, I, I, I came for the uh, fast-paced RPG, but I stuck around for the Chow Garden.
0: Yeah, for the Tamagotchi
2: simulator.
0: <laughs> 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 yeah. So, um, so oh, I guess I should ask. Uh, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, and then we'll get more into our Sonic history.
2: Sure. Yeah. So I said, my name is Kevin. Uh, I am a theme entertainment designer. So what that means is I work on theme parks, museums, pop-up events, anything that you'd consider to be immersive entertainment. uh, That's what I do. Uh, I have a, a weird history of combining video games and theme parks because I've worked on when I was working at Universal Creative, which is the group that makes theme parks for universal parks or makes the attractions and lands and everything for theme park for universal theme parks worldwide. Uh, I worked with the Pokemon intellectual property on that. And then I also got to work on the Super Nintendo land uh, park and the rides that are or land and the rides that are in it. Uh, which are all the it's it's called Super Nintendo. It's it's really Mario. It's just yeah, Mario yeah. for now until, <laughs> until, until Donkey Kong shows up. Uh, I, I don't remember when they announced that. But Donkey Kong will be showing up uh, in Japan I, I, in a little bit. I
0: hope when he does, it's just like this teaser poster. And it's just like,
1: oh, fuck, here he comes <laughs> <laughs> a special cameo appearance by Donkey Kong.
2: Yeah, no, it's, it's, just, it's a, the Donkey Kong uh, stuff is so dope. I'm like, I'm, I'm more excited for Donkey Kong than I was for um, Super Mario. And there's, there's so much that. love in that. And just oh my gosh, like so much. If you ever have a chance, like look up YouTube videos of people going through the one in Japan. And uh, uh, it's, there's so much love put into every inch of that land and those yeah. rides.
0: Um, yeah, so you work for theme parks, which is why I wanted to, before we get into our full topic, by the way, we're doing an episode on Sonic 06. I should have mentioned that at the top.
1: I feel like <laughs> we're gonna, still going to see it in the title, yeah. and they're going to be like, "What the?" <laughs> well,
0: like I feel like I feel like we do this every time where we're so excited to talk <laughs> to the person we have on that we just completely forget to mention what we're talking about until we get to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so we're talking about Sonic Go Six, um, and I'll get to introducing that topic in just a moment very briefly as somebody works at the parks what is off the top of your head something you can think of to do with sonic in like as a ride as just a themed experience as a pop-up anything like that
2: well uh there have been sonic the hedgehog attractions already yeah um there was a, uh, I think it was uh Alton Towers had a boat ride that was supposed to be about, like, all the fun toys in the world. And they did a a collaboration with Sega because they were promoting the Genesis at the time. And—or was it—oh, no, it may have been the Saturn. Uh, And so at the very end of the ride, there's in this entire segment where they're just playing Sonic the Hedgehog 2 on all of the screens. And they had a little animatronic Sonic who was, like, pulling a joystick. Whoa! uh, And there was also a a Sonic Spinball attraction that was a spinning roller coaster. I Um, remember that, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so Sonic has... And and at Alton Towers, there was a Sonic-themed hotel room as well. You could get Sonic-themed rooms. And when you walked in, it was right after... um, I think it was when they... I think it was when uh, uh, Jaleel White started to voice Sonic. And so when you opened the room, it would be like... uh, Welcome to the Sonic room. And it was like, or whatever and it oh, was, it was boy. his voice was in the room. And so every time you open the door, but then like someone just went back and checked it out, whatever was left of it right before they, they changed out the rooms and like the speakers weren't working. So it sounded like the the demon Sonic, like, you know, uh, <laughs> oh, Sonic.exe talking to you. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> well, oh, was also I can the um, pictures uh, now. Yeah, yeah I it's, was just was about to so send them cool. in the chat. It was so cool. Uh, but if I were to do a Sonic cool, attraction, yeah. Um, a lot, I, I remember I was working with a group of students once about like uh, helping them, mentoring them on an attraction design they were doing for a class and someone came up with a Sonic attraction and they had made this like trackless ride system where it was like bumper bowling around. And I just thought those things can't really go very fast. A Sonic ride, you're essentially saying you want to be able to give the promise of speed. And right. so I always thought a great, great, uh, uh, Sonic attraction would have to be a coaster. I'm not a big roller coaster fan. I think it's it's an easy way to get a cool thrill. But I feel like if you're doing something like that, it's got to be something with speed. Either that or something well, in line with like um, uh, Radio Springs Racers or Test Track.
0: I was going to say, I think they can do a combination thrill dark ride for Sonic. Because yes. Sonic has like such unique uh, level design. Um, it, it, I, if you're choosing classic or modern level design, there's like bright casino light lights and it's all vaguely easy to do. It's just, you know, you have make. Very, you know, it's less animatronics and more like glowing lights and stuff like that. And yes. I think you can make like something le- le- that works where you just go through like the greatest hits of levels and it's just a speed coaster and it doesn't even really need a story like a lot of attractions do. It's just like, hey, you're in this car, pretend you're Sonic, we're going to go through some <laughs> of the coolest levels in Sonic history, you know. Yeah. I think if you keep it simple, I think that'd be better. But I'm also absolutely would love to see a Sonic animatronic like, <laughs>
2: yeah, well, and then that's that's the cool thing is I, how I would think of it is it's uh, that was something we talked about when working on uh, Nintendo as well as what is going to be the most iconic part of the Mushroom Kingdom to show off because it has to immediately read as <clears throat> yeah, as as Mario's world. And so with that, I would immediately say, OK, Green Hill Zone is is something that has been that style has been so consistent in all of the Sonic games. Oh, yeah. And, it ha- and it's I, already built like a roller
0: coaster, those levels, too. That's what works. Oh, ex- so exactly. Well. Yeah.
2: So I'm like, if you're not launching into a loop that looks like, you know, the classic Green Hill Zone loop de loop, that's a missed opportunity. So, yeah, it, it, I, I would have loved to see a stacked uh, outdoor uh, um, launching coaster that looks there's a system called the gerslauer skyfly which is like it can it can uh, uh, turn really quick like one of those uh, wild mouse coasters but you can launch it you can drop it from 100 feet up like it's a very durable wild mouse coaster and doing something like that that's really compact but you can get a lot of speed out of it would probably be the thing i would go with and then doing like a full outdoor green hill zone
0: yeah i think yeah so- something something focusing more on like levels than like like I don't need Rise of the Resistance with Sonic. Like I don't need to like I don't need to like roller coaster past Sonic. Like hiding behind a wall, and be like I'll get Eggman. You run away. Like I
3: don't need that.
0: <laughs> you um, need the like, uh, the the Spider Man ride of Sonic. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> like I don't I don't need to like fight alongside Sonic. That'd be cool. But I don't need it in a ride. I would just rather go fast in a Sonic-themed environment, I think.
2: You you, you gotta go fast.
0: Yeah. God <laughs> fucking <kidding. laughs> I set myself up for that, right? I really do. <laughs> All right, so thank, thank you for that. That was uh, very cool. Uh, <laughs> I, so let's talk about Sonic 06. The, so the reason we chose this topic and you as our guest for this was because when I first uh, talked to you, or I, I guess... Wasn't when you watched the first episode, I think you you texted me and said, I wanna be on the podcast to defend Sonic 06, I yeah. believe were your words. <laughs> and 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 if you wanna like go back on that exact terminology, that's fine. But like I, I I wanna I'm so interested in that because not only do I love like anytime somebody like says like, hey, this thing that people hate has a lot of like good ideas going into it. Uh, but also specifically, I agree with you. Like Sonic 06 has a lot of redeemable qualities. And if you've watched like any video on like the history of like what happened to that game, you you see exactly what what went wrong. And it was nobody's like fault, really, besides like Sega execs.
2: Of course, it always is. Like whenever you see a game that's pushed out uh, before it's ready, it's always the it's generally an executive decision because it's it's they always think that they can just throw money and time or money at something. And eventually it'll give you back time, but that's the yeah. equation never really works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so, uh, I, I, so yeah, I remember telling you like, Hey, I would love to defend Sonic 06. Cause for me, uh, there's a lot of really, you can see the, the greatest of aspirations in the design of Sonic 06. I think like, uh, the whole town of, uh, Soliana is, it's clearly, uh, it's pulling from, uh, uh, Venetian architecture. It's, it's supposed to be Sonic's version of Venice, Italy. And, yeah. I, and it's just the first time you see this very real, realistic, highly textured, uh, 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 deeply storied, uh, I guess you call it like a hub world for Sonic. Yeah. And I loved that. I just, I felt seeing the texture of this these more hyper realistic looking characters like Sonic and, and Tails were just looking you know, better because it was the first the first next gen game for Sonic uh, on this hyper realistic world was just so interesting to me. And also it just it felt comfortable where I feel like there's not a whole lot of breathing room in a lot of Sonic games. And I felt all the ones that I had played up until this point didn't have that breathing room. It's why, like on Sonic Adventure 2, I loved the Chow Garden. Because yeah. it, it it played to that breathing room for me, and well, this and and the felt first like Sonic had Adventure
0: had. game, like it it, it it Sonic 06 has like Sonic Adventure One vibes because it has a hub world where mm-hmm. as as great as it is to run around fast with Sonic, it's also interesting to see the worlds he runs around in and like you know take time to explore and then go fast like or or at yeah. the same time, yeah. So I I definitely agree that I I I like. It's basic setup. And if if you look closely, you can see like how stuff from uh, Sonic 06 was worked into Sonic Unleashed. Yeah, There's a hub world. There's like, you know, there's there's um, there's different hub worlds based on different parts of the world. Uh, And I guess early in production, there was going to be more than just uh, the one world. There's going to be like a desert and snow area, too, but it all got combined. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I agree. I I agree that like you can see all of its ambition on its sleeve Um, and you know what I also remember too, like when I was uh, looking up stuff like researching for this game like it, it it's, it's obviously, it's so obvious when you say it out loud. It's like, oh, right, it wasn't called Sonic 06 at the time. It was just <laughs> like, it was a full, yeah, it was meant to, so, so yeah, I, I guess just some basic history for anybody who doesn't know anything. I mean, if you're listening to the podcast, I doubt you don't know about it, but, uh, so it was just called Sonic the Hedgehog. It came out in uh, November 2006, and was meant to be like a hard reboot, a like, for, um, what was it? It was uh, PS3, Xbox 360, uh, just like, just came out. And it was meant to be like this new next gen HG reboot of the character, like replacing all previous lore. uh, And it just wasn't and is now like widely disregarded as canon or not even disregarded as canon, but like its reboot status was disregarded. And it's now just like another entry in Sonic's history. And even Mm -hmm. then, they pretty much ignore it. And it was just a huge critical failure filled with bugs, filled with uh, weird plot elements. And. A lot of it traces back to uh, as far as I can tell in my research, the the main thing um, I got this from uh, the the what happened. I was going to recommend that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So I basically it started out pretty okay, and then constant like staff shifting happened uh, because a they couldn't they were developing for the PS3. They couldn't scale that down to the Wii. So instead, they decided to make separate Wii titles, which were the Secret Rings and Black Knight titles. Mm -hmm. And the director of those pulled a bunch of Sonic Team staff off of Sonic 06 for that. And then uh, I believe Yuji Naka also left the company during production and took a bunch of staff with him to start a company. So it just like they basically had this was a big budget HD reboot next gen console game with a team uh, about the same size as indie gamers. Or as uh, as indie games like so you see like, oh, they're just getting it out like it doesn't matter if it works. It doesn't matter if it looks good. It needs to be able to fit on a disc and go like and send out. That was like the end goal by the time that they were at, like the last couple of months of production uh, because they wanted it out for Sonic's 15th anniversary, which is like the final nail in the coffin of its story. Like,
2: yeah. Wow. I, I actually find <laughs> I, I didn't know the history of it behind the scenes. Uh, and I now kind of respect the the end product even more knowing because it's like, yet again, it's it's on the shoulders of the designers and seeing what they come out with. No matter it, because it's an extremely buggy game, oh, yeah. uh, even knowing how buggy it is, like seeing the same kind of and then that keeps happening, seeing that happen with cyberpunk, you know, so recently uh, y- y- just hats off when you find out what's going on behind the scenes hats off to the people who dealt with the crunch on the backside because clearly what they came out with was could would be defined as a game
1: <laughs> it's a buggy <laughs> one but it's clearly a game <laughs> I, I, went, I went on a rant about this like a couple episodes ago where I was saying like I'm, I'm not particularly a fan of Sonic 06 and like I've played the whole game myself so I have that like notch in my belt for it but like um, uh, like it's it's <laughs> as bad it is, as it is, in my opinion, at least it's still art that a lot of artists worked on for a long time. And I sort of like have to give the respect there. Like it's yeah, not, they accomplished something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's not mm-hmm. their fault that like Sega was pushing on them to get it done like by a, a completely arbitrary deadline.
0: Yeah, like yeah. if if somebody like if somebody ran like uh, a marathon uh and had you know was the last person but they also got hit by five trucks on the way (laughs) you're still gonna commend them for getting over the finish line (laughs) yes yes exactly
2: i mean there's there's so much intent here that you can see that is so good like i I, okay all of eggman's creatures all the design of his creatures are very organic monsters rather than robots like they're they all robots but they're organic monsters and i thought that paired with this, uh, uh, like the flames of disaster is the core of this entire story. And princess Elise is the core of that whole story, which is a very natural world, uh, uh narrative foundation. And so having all the egg creatures not be big, you know, uh, uh, mechanical cannons or something was not, was a really, really smart thing to do. And you can just tell there's like, there was love in all of the design and there was I, yeah. a lot of thought put into it.
0: Yeah, I'll I'll say this, uh, and I'm going to catch a lot of flack for this. I think I tweeted this out, too. I don't hate Eggman Sonic 06 design. I don't think it's great. No, I love it. Oh, I love it, actually. I I, I think, like, I I think the only thing that really is, like, stopping it from being pretty good, you know, like, like, I'll put it this way. I don't think I needed a realistic Eggman. (laughs) But if you have to, if somebody's (laughs) asking for that.
1: You can admit it. It's okay.
2: It's okay. (laughs) Listen. (laughs) You needed it. I, uh, okay. if he doesn't, I'll say it. I loved Eggman in, in Sonic 06. I remember oh, he shows yeah. up and I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm losing my mind. Cause I'm just like, yeah. Cause, cause you see uh, princess Elise and I'm thinking, Oh, like that already was such a departure from what I thought the game right. was going to be. Cause at that time, all I knew was the box art. I just knew it was a high, like a high fidelity environment, right. high fidelity, new looking Sonic. And the game starts off with this human. And then Eggman shows up and even in my childhood brain, I'm like, OK, if Eggman looks like cartoony Eggman from Sonic Adventure 2, then I'm not I, I, I I'm not on board. You've already no, lost. No, me.
0: exactly. That's that, that's what I was going to say was like because they had suddenly changed how the people look in these games, they had to now change Eggman. And they did a pretty good job fitting to that. The only thing I'd say is like if they're going to make everything realistic, that mustache needs to not look like that.
3: <laughs>
0: like I feel like it could it, it could still be shorter and work. Like or like a handlebar. like something to make it less like a cartoon. Because the rest of him, you know, the rest of him is cartoony, but it's in a mad scientist way, and not like a here's a big cartoon shape on his face <laughs> way. You know, it's weird. Do you to think me if, they had, if they
2: had given him the Jim Carrey mustache, it would have looked better? Maybe <laughs> just just something
0: a little bit less like like crazy, you know, something weird mm-hmm.
1: to me with this Eggman is that like looking at him, the design fits better for his Japanese voice than his English voice. Like Mike Pollock still did a fucking amazing job. I was going to say like, that thinking too. about like t- sort of the stereotypical Japanese like evil doctor voice that Eggman has. It really fits this uh, realistic design a lot. Yeah, he has more of a like a, a tokusatsu kind yes. of villain
0: voice uh, in J- in Japanese and and as much again, as much as I love Mike Pollock, Mike Pollock is like a cartoon voice actor, voice actor, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it it just doesn't quite fit with the style, but he works perfectly for regular Eggman. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and again, that's the that's again, it's it's so hard, it's so hard to talk about this because every time you say something, you're like, okay, so in this specific, <laughs> specific scenario, this is great. <laughs> in the scenario it was in, it's not. You know, like it's a lot mm-hmm. of like ifs and buts. But um, like it feels
2: like it's it, it's a, a separate universe of sonic yes. games like it feels yes. like when i watch all of it there's just like, like there's so many strange additions like i feel like like you look at okay like human eggman is high fidelity realistic person great awesome on the other side of that you have uh, uh mephilus who is Cartoony and and God, I, even as a kid, the animation of Mephilus's no mouth <laughs> was so weird to me. You know how like it just like the yeah. texture just like stretches and and warps whenever he's talking. That that felt unfinished to me as a child playing this game.
0: Yeah, um, I I will say too. Like again, this game this game is pretty good designs. Uh, like even Eggman's robots kind of like are rad. They they remind oh, me yeah. of how the the movie ones look actually. Uh, hold on, let me yeah. find a picture here.
2: Also like one, so I'm, I'm, I'm looking through, uh, um, the, uh, you know, just, just to get my head back in the game, I'm watching some old gameplay clips and stuff like that on YouTube yeah. yesterday. And, uh, I, I'd forgotten the names of a lot of the Eggman creatures, but I, I remember how they look. I remember, you know, uh, uh, how to beat them. It just like, it all starts coming back to you. It's, it's almost like yeah. muscle memory. <laughs> and I, and there's one boss that pissed me off in particular, and that was Egg Cerberus because I looked at it, I'm like, okay, egg Cerberus, it's it's a dog. It's like the dog that you have to grind up the tail and then you hold the head and you bash it into the wall and eventually, yeah, you know what? Hey, guess what's the most qualifying feature of Cerberus? It's three heads, it's a three-headed dog.
0: It doesn't have three heads. This son of a bitch has one head. (laughs) (laughs) like, come on. But also, the design's still rad as hell. Like, the design seems not, like, and I think it's because, like, I think I think all of the previous stuff had been like done before a bunch of staff left and shifted around. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like all of the design work is so rad on this game and doesn't feel out of place in Sonic. Like the coloring maybe is a little bit like more, you know, uh, like uh, muted than Sonic typically is. But mm-hmm. I, that dog design I just sent in the uh, the links chat or the, the pics chat. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't feel out of place, like too out of place for a Sonic enemy.
2: And that's the most amazing part of this game is it felt like it got hyper realistic and yet it still felt so Sonic the Hedgehog. And you can, like we've talked about it, even in Sonic unleashed took a, a design cues from this game. Yeah. And I just, I uh, like, I, I got a switch a few years ago uh, and I got Sonic forces for it. Cause I was just like, Oh, I was, I was, I think Sean, you and I had literally just had a conversation about uh, um, uh, adventure Two battle I was like, oh, I'm, I'm having the itch to play a Sonic game, and I got Sonic Forces, and it's 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 okay. It's an okay Sonic game, like most of the modern Sonic games. But it the aesthetic of it felt like, oh, they've taken the the realistic textures from Sonic 06 and given them the form language of other Sonic games, and this yeah. feels
0: like the right balance. Form language is the right word. Like the, the, I think that's something that always stays pretty strong in most Sonic games. Is they. They always have a sense of like, okay, what kind of silhouette does this cut?
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. that's something that uh, um, uh, Daniel Barnes was tweeting about that in regards to um, yeah. Sonic Frontiers, how like a big thing of Sonic's identity is like sort of the the aspects that are in the levels themselves, like speed boost pads and bounce pads and the loop to loop. And from what we've seen of like the little bit we have, none of that is showing up in Frontiers and it makes it feel very. it makes it almost feel like Sonic was plopped into an entirely different game by himself and like is missing those parts of the franchise's identity. So I'm curious to see if Frontiers is going to have anything regarding that. I mean, my
2: theory on that is that it's Breath of the Wild with Sonic. Yeah,
1: Yeah, no, it
0: absolutely is. But my theory on that is that whatever like uh, trailer we saw that that has to have been rendered like way before any game was done. Yeah, yeah. I'm
1: I'm looking forward to seeing like the actual gameplay because like You've got such a big open world. Sonic's got to be able to like traverse it using his speed and not just straight up like slow yeah. climbing like like a uh, link.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, and that's so, always been the fun of the Sonic games. It's your normal RPG with speed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or platformer with speed. Yeah. Or excuse me, sorry, your platformer with speed. I mean, eventually yeah. I would consider uh, no, nah, I, I, I'll, I'll take it back. You could cut that out. No, I'm realizing like, <laughs> I, 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 as a kid, as a kid, I was like, I thought of Sonic as more of uh, an RPG. And I think it was before I knew what RPGs were because clearly well, it's a platformer. <laughs>
0: well, but also, but also it does have RPG elements in, in A, the 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 Chow Gardens and B, it, it, you, it, those game these games do a lot more to make you feel like you're playing as Sonic than most platformers do to make you feel like you're playing as Mario or whoever. Yes. Um, I, I actually just it,
2: yeah. uh, uh, started going through. I just got last Christmas. I got the Super Mario All-Stars Pack and I oh, haven't yeah. played 64 since I had an N64 and I was just like, I started playing through it. I was like, oh, yes, this feels like the definition of what a 90s 3D platformer is. Yeah. And I felt like I never felt that way in Sonic. Like I could play through no, Sonic Adventure Two or, or watch before, videos. Too. Yeah. We
0: talked I was about just this like, before it, when we. It, mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
2: Oh, no, I was going to say, it has an extra layer to it. And I think maybe it's because Sonic, like you look at Sonic versus Mario, like who is Mario? It's just he he was a fun character to put into a game. And, you know, the initially a carpenter, then a plumber. Well, he just was
0: designed out of necessity more exactly. than like. Exactly.
2: Yeah. Out of purpose. Exactly. There was more function to that character than form. And it was just a fun because they, they knew the pipes were going to be a mechanic. So uh, pipes, plumber, there you go. Yeah. Uh, Sonic. And as Sonic started to develop in the later uh, uh, in the later games, you have Sonic Adventure, where he has such a personality. So you know we 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 get a really really strong foundational definition of what Sonic's personality is outside of the comic books. And then uh, with Mario, he still you know he says three things. You know, you, you only get you know. It, wahoo. It's <laughs> Yahoo! a Yeah, Yahoo! Like that's it. That's all you get.
1: You even get a sense of Sonic's personality in the classic games because, like, you leave the controller alone for a while and he gets impatient oh, yes. with and you, he taps the player. His foot. Yeah. yeah, like <laughs> yeah, he has and that a was personality the fun thing he never
2: got with Mario because because Sonic could have an edge, but Mario had to be clean cut and and he had to be uh, uh, Mario
0: became an, a, a mascot way quicker. Than Sonic, yes. did. like cause, cause, like cause Sonic has because I'll argue that Sonic now feels like um it's like they they, they can't do new things with him uh mm-hmm. without it like be affecting the image of Sega too much you know and that happens with any character you can't really argue you can't really fault Sega specifically for that but um Mario was like that from the beginning he had to be just a blank slate for everyone which has yes. its own value I think in it you know in another conversation but like it, when you put them next to each other, oh yeah, every every kid's gonna choose uh, Sonic. Like, mm-hmm. um,
2: exactly. I yeah. I'm also realizing as I bring up the comic books, I should also add to the conversation. Um, my first, uh, uh, my, the first time I ever really outside of the games had a touch with the Sonic world was through the comic books, the Archie comic books.
0: I believe we shared those too. We like, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: And it, and I don't know if you remember this, Sean, but um, my cousin Patrick actually is oh, the yeah. artist who does w- all of the, the Archie comics, Sonic, okay. the Sonic the Hedgehog, Archie comics. Yeah, okay, so uh, <laughs> I
0: forgot to bring this up. Yeah, yeah
2: so, I, so did I, I always do. We, <laughs> we, I think we, we might've talked
0: about this once on the podcast or maybe outside of recording, mm-hmm. but like I remember telling Chris about this, or, uh, uh, that like, oh, right, my friend Kevin's cousin is Patrick Spaz. <laughs> yeah. And like, and, and the, but, that, but then my brain was like, wait, is that something like, was that like a little kid lie, you know, or was that No, like- no, 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 absolutely <laughs> true. No, no, cause like, Spaziente is, is my,
2: <laughs> Spaziente, my, my aunt, Mary Spaziente is the sister of, um, my, uh, my grandfather, Tony Ferraro. And you know, that's my mom's dad. And you know, that leads to me. So Patrick is my, technically my mom's direct first cousin, my second cousin on my, yeah, on, which on, is uh, wild. Side of the family. Yeah. And so, and I remember like, my you had aunt a bunch Mary, of like mm-hmm. comics from him yes, because of yes. yeah. Because she would, she was just, she you know, it, it was uh, no, it was her, yeah, it was her grandson. So she would just, uh, uh, anytime she was in a store and saw one of the Archie comics, he would always uh, uh, sign it. So you always see, of course, Spaz in the front, Spaz, of course, being short for Spaziente. And anytime she would see that, she would go to comic book stores and oh my goodness, she's so, such a sweet woman. She just was like, I'm supporting my grandson, and so she had this stack oh my God. Archie comics, and she kept them in they're they're still in plastic. like she uh, uh, sadly, Aunt Mary did pass away. But I now have all of the comics, and they're all still in their plastic. like I, even as a kid, I was just like, oh, this is something special. This is something That's- really special. That's so cool. Yeah, like I
0: I don't mean I didn't mean to like like uh question your honesty or anything, but like that's like that is like a, my uncle works at Nintendo Kid lie. No, yes,
2: that, it sounds, I, sounds like such bullshit. Like, it counts, Absolutely, it sounds like such bullshit. I know, I know.
0: <laughs> okay, so let's get back to Sonic 06. <laughs> so
2: <laughs> we can we can uh, even talk about okay, so I I will say before we get deep into it. So I'm thinking so much. I'm like, okay, I want to I want to revisit Sonic 06. I I have great nostalgia for it just because of the aesthetics. Like we've talked about it just felt like such a a a Sonic game that was a pleasant departure from what I was used to in other Sonic games. Like it just was Mm -hmm. a more grounded world. And I started to think about, okay, I I, as a kid, like Sean, I think, you know, this is I was the worst at video games of all of our friends.
0: Oh no! I, I think I, I have evolved to that now. Oh
3: great! <laughs> I, I was. Okay, I was. No, that's, I was
0: no, no, you weren't. Wait, wait, hold on. No, you weren't. Because when I couldn't beat <laughs> Sonic games, I gave you my. You gave me your memory card save so that I could <laughs> play the final level over and over again. Yeah,
2: so you I, were better
0: than me <laughs> still. Like I
2: was the worst. I, I. think you just had different priorities. You had other this games that you yeah. were playing that were probably a better <laughs> use of your time than Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh. But um, I. So I remember. At that point I like I was into video games I would play them through I'd beat I'd actually beat video games at that point which I have not played through a video game and finished it in a long time and I realized I'm thinking back well what was what was the last video game that I actually beat and I was it was like okay I think Kingdom Hearts 2 was probably the last video game that I beat on the PlayStation 2 I played that through that one twice and then I'm like okay well what was what was one of the next games that I got well okay then I got my next gen console the first game I got for that was Sonic the Hedgehog I couldn't finish that game, and oh my God, it's the it, it's the reason I can't finish games anymore. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we just unlocked it. I it was, it like, memory. It was, it was left
2: finished because I'm playing through it, and like I said, I was not the best at video games of our friends. I was always very self-conscious, because I think a lot of our friend group would get through games a lot quicker than me. Well, and I, I was I just kind of like, like, oh, okay, okay. And I'm playing through Sonic 06, already a, very, uh, a child very doubtful in my skills of video games. I'm seeing all these bugs and glitches, and I'm falling all the time during boss battles, Cause you know when you'd like knock you know the egg Cerberus into the wall and then you'd f- get launched back 100 mm-hmm. feet and you'd just be floating i would move the joystick like a dumbass and i'd fall into the crevices <laughs> and it's like That's you're just supposed Havage to leave
0: it f- physics engine baby like that, <laughs> that, that, that like that is apparently like the everything like i guess they decided that because it was next gen they needed to up every single aspect of like sonic games and mm-hmm. part of that was using a physics engine they hadn't used before, which was Havoc. And apparently that's like what fucks over the game half the time, because nobody on the team, especially not all the newbies who got left behind after all the veterans got like pulled away from two other projects. Nobody knew how to use it.
2: Oh, and so it shows. Yeah, like, there exactly. was so much weird shit going on. Like I, I truly thought I was very bad at this game when now I'm, I, I you know, now everyone, every uh, let's player plays this game on YouTube to just sort of go back and be like, ha, this thing was terrible. Uh, And I see all these let's players falling into the same exact issues and I'm thinking, Oh my God, I wasn't bad at video games, but there I am sitting there being like, Sega, Sega knows what they're doing I trust them I trust Sega It, it must be me It must be me they're, Sega essentially gaslighted childhood Kevin Into believing that he couldn't, He didn't deserve to play video games anymore And that oh. is where Sonic 06 sits for me forever And I still I, love it
0: I, I think I was the exact same way Because as much as I love the adventure games They are also buggy as hell And like I remember being like Oh I can't do this <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, like I remember, I got the Xbox 360. Like I said, it was, it, my grandparents got it for me. They knew I really wanted it and they knew I loved Sonic. So they got me that Sonic 06, and I think uh, like Forza Motorsport 3, which is actually another favorite of mine. And so I'm playing through Sonic 06. And do you guys remember when there would be uh, cutscenes and they would just like drop to like 12 frames per second? Just to, did this yeah, happen to they you were,
0: guys? Because apparently the, because oh, I mean, I, I watched all the cutscenes to prepare for this episode. Mm -hmm. which we'll get into the plot in a minute because holy shit. Uh, (laughs) But like you can tell like, oh, they didn't have time to render any of these cutscenes. They're all in game, which means the game engine can then drop. And like, like fuck up and make it so that these scenes are moving as bad as the game would if you were running it super hard.
2: Yes. So I didn't realize that, and I just thought, oh, it's it's just lagging. Like it's it's uh, no, like it's a bad cutscene. Like I got a bad copy of this. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and I don't think like
0: like a lot of other games were using in-game uh, cutscenes at the time, but mm-hmm. it's just like the game was already just like not optimized correctly. So like that just being like like it would have been better off if they uh, uh, pre-rendered them. Yeah. and put in video clips like
2: and, and that is always the biggest problem with video games is a uh, uh, pre-rendered media is going to be the the heaviest thing it's going to take up the most memory of anything that yeah. you've got in your game uh which is why most video games today if not all of them now that we have such high fidelity graphics are, are they're they're all in-game cutscenes.
0: Well, yeah, uh, because that, that that what that works out too is like then if your machine <clears throat> isn't as powerful, like if you're playing it on a like a slightly lower grade PC, you can just turn it all down, and that way everything runs the same. Versus like, oh shit, here's the cutscene running super hard, while the rest of the game is running super low. Like, yeah,
2: mm-hmm. and I feel like with Sonic the he- so with Sonic the Hedgehog, I'm looking through the video, and now like so uh, just just a clue into how I do my artistic process is. So like I said, I'm a theme park designer, I design theme parks, but how I do my ride through videos, because I always like, because I was working on, Very interactive attractions, like uh, everything in Super Mario or everything in in Super Nintendo Land is extremely interactive. So when I do my ride through videos, I don't just render out a video of the ride from, you know, the point of view of a guest on the vehicle. I do mine in the Unreal Engine because I may need to add uh, uh, interactivity on top of it or we may halfway through the ride realize, oh, we're missing something in here and I need to change it in real time. And so, oh, I love it. Yeah, that was my big thing at Universal. It's like, we all need to use the Unreal Engine because you can just, it's amazing when you have, I I literally had one of the execs sitting in, you know, my desk chair with a VR headset on, going through one of the rides that we were designing. And um, I was able to, on a keyboard, if he wanted to change, like, oh, this thing should actually be, you know, pivoting a little bit more to the left, a little bit more to the right, we need to move this object. I was able to change the ride in real time while he was on it. That's Uh, cool. Yeah, it's kind of cool cool. how, like,
0: Unreal very quickly entered into other media uh industries like mm-hmm. it at first was just a really good video game tool and now it's being used to live render environments for like the mandalorian which is rad as hell like
2: oh i love it yeah, yeah. i i am a huge proponent of of bringing the unreal engine to more media and also for like and like I've, I, uh, Sean, you know, you've seen my website and I do, I do animations as well. And mine are highly environmental. Like I don't do characters like Chris does. I, I, am highly environmental cause I don't, I just can't do the characters. And I, um, I always use the Unreal Engine because I think it's a great way to very quickly iterate stories and then bring them very quickly from there, bring them into something that's very high fidelity. So I, I love using it. I'm a huge proponent, any artist out there, whether you're a 2d, 3d, you know, start figuring out the Unreal engine because it's it's getting more and more user-friendly. But um that has given me a window into game design. And looking at how Sonic 06 was made, yet again, the more I look at it, the more respect I have. Where you have um okay, like in all of those unrendered cutscenes, the ones that are being rendered or the real-time cutscenes, um the shadows in them are all dynamic. And you can tell mm-hmm. they they look terrible. Like all the shadows <laughs> look awful in those scenes. And I'm thinking, wow, that's, that, that's ambitious.
0: All the shadows. All your- shadow and Mephiles.
2: <laughs> both shadows. Both shadows.
0: Wait, wait, hold on. Hold on. Now I get to use my soundboard. What, what, <laughs> <wrong> one one. <laughs> hold on. <laughs>
2: one. You to keep the wrong one in here. <laughs> <laughs> it? oh, it's Shine! Hold on. What the fuck <laughs> Oh, it's not
0: coming out the right thing. Never mind. Cut this out. (laughs) I'm going to strangle you. No, don't cut this out, you son of a bitch. (laughs) It's not like, it's not exporting correctly. Hold on. Oh Mom, damn it. Okay, so like I love that, I love
2: that like <laughs> the moment I just want to believe that the moment I start going on a rant, Sean's finger is hovering over the big <laughs> fart <laughs> button.
1: Sean! You can't surprise me with a fart with reverb. Jesus <laughs> Christ on a bike! <laughs> and like, okay, so it went not hold on, it
0: wasn't working. Uh, it, it, like it's supposed to go through I. Uh, it's supposed to go through my microphone. Can you guys hear it when I do it?
1: Yes! Yes. <laughs> yes, we heard it. Why is... do you think I'm laughing? <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is all I was trying to do was the...
2: Uh. Oh really? Yeah, <laughs> and I I had it to the
1: wrong key. <laughs> Mike, Sean, real quick. Mike just messaged me on our group chat and said, "Yo, you guys play with fart effects?" <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I, I control my fan. I'm sweating up
2: a storm. Jeez, the worst the part.
0: Storm. The worst part was that it came out of my speakers instead of my
2: headphones <laughs>
0: <laughs> at the same time.
2: So Chelsea's in the other room, being like, "Oh no!
0: Oh no! Thankfully, she's not here right
2: now." (laughs) Oh my my god! God. You scared Lola. Lola went running into the other room. Rita went running into the other room. Oh my god! Oh my god! Okay. (laughs) Poor Rita. (laughs) Okay. Oh
0: my god! All right. So
2: back on track. (laughs) Everything hurts now. (laughs) Oh my god! I've got a headache. (laughs) Me too. I have tears
1: in my eyes. (laughs)
3: <laughs> You're keeping that in. I You're am,
2: keeping that in. I am. Okay, sorry. Back on track. Uh, what were we talking about? No, we can't get back on track. You no. guys are
1: talking about the, the shadows and the cutscenes, scenes. Oh, like, God, real-time yes. rendering.
2: Uh, <laughs> uh, who cares? God, let's just get into the plot. <laughs> just just shut it up and let's go. God, nothing will be better than the accidental big fart. Oh. I oh will say, God.
1: I will say, uh, the opening, uh, pre-rendered cutscene mm. with the festival in Soliana and oh, Sonic, yeah. it's my favorite, like, pre-rendered Sonic cutscene behind the, um, uh, uh Unleashed. Sonic Unleashed opening.
0: Yeah, Sonic Unleashed mm.
1: is rad, um, but this
0: one, it's this so one's good, good. Too. They do this, he does this really cool thing too, he does that, like, f- that one pose when he shows up, where it looks like he, like, stops short. Yeah. And it's, like, it's a really interesting, like, take on the physics of his super speed. Uh, and everything, everything in that scene looks really cool because you have like Sonic, this bright blue guy sticking out amongst like a dark, like festival of lights thing, and it shouldn't work, but it does. Um,
2: mm-hmm. Well, it also makes it very reassuring because there's a because yeah. this still is a kids game, and the rest of the world is very like there's very realistic explosions happening. All of the Egg Bots, you know, look very very menacing now. Like they're not, and he just like they made him more realistic. All of his mechanic all of his machines are a lot more realistic but Sonic still remains and so because he's our protagonist it's so much more reassuring to the audience when you have that grounding element that's a
0: really good way to look at it especially like you said for a game that is mostly targeted towards kids like, oh, what's this game? This game doesn't feel like all the Sonic games I've played before. Oh, there he is. All right, it's different, but he's there. You know, it's grounded. Yeah,
1: like, it's 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 such a weird whiplash. Like, if you show this, this cutscene to somebody not telling them it's Sonic, it's like this Final Fantasy girl lighting a torch and seeing, like, a demon in, like, her <laughs> vision. And then... A evil doctor shows up with an army of robots, and then all of a sudden you see, you hear. It's a pretty snazzy performance, and you look over. And there's Sonic the Hedgehog, and you're like, "What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> all right, I guess we're doing this." <laughs> yeah, uh, but you know what? I'll take it. Like, I I have zero problems putting Sonic next to like. Anime rendered characters like Elise. Mm-hmm. I yeah, have I mean,
0: zero problems. The movie with it. ended up working well with it. You know, yeah. like yeah. Well, I i will say Elise's model
1: sucks in every, her, in every her in-game model stinks, her pre-rendered model is very good. I like her design. She's mm-hmm. too pale in all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I, lo- I think she's very cute in her pre-rendered design, but yeah, yeah, I remember I'll, in, I'll say, yeah. in, the, uh, in the in-game design, I remember in the old game grumps playthrough of this game, John calling her an octopus face and completely losing it. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs>
0: oh, boy. Um, so I, speaking of I, Elise, I, let's get into the plot, baby.
2: Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Explain <laughs> it to me, because even I, I went through again. And I'm like, OK, I, I'm getting parts of this I, and I think I understand it. But well, uh, go ahead.
0: Well, yeah. It, so, I, so. Hold on.
2: <laughs> no, you can't. Go, you go can't.
0: Ahead. So it, it's. From what I can tell, Elise was given like this fire power inside of her, the 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 flames of disaster or whatever, and like uh, Mephiles the Dark wanted that power, so he needs her to like, and because he can move through time, he needs her to like fall in love with Sonic and then have Sonic killed for her to then cry and release the the the, the flames of disaster.
1: Yeah, the so flames that- of disaster are like a progenitor of Solaris, and in the past, there's a accident that Silver and Shadow travel back to the past for, where um, some test that Elise's father, the King of Soliana, is doing it like fails. And he has to seal the flames of disaster inside Elise and tells her, like, if you cry, it'll release this like horrible thing that will destroy our world. So yeah. what a good thing to put it on a child. <laughs> and then Mephilus is the other half of uh, Solaris split from the flames and Iblis. Um, and he wants to become whole again. So he has to join with the flames of disaster to create Solar uh, Solaris again.
0: And he also steals like shadows form. Yes, yeah, which,
2: Is there a reason I, 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 I actually
0: I actually love that. I, I love that design a lot. Uh, I also uploaded some silver, the hedgehog uh, concept art, which is rad. Um, oh, yeah. So I, cool. I, I, I kind of dig that Mephiles like that fits in the sonic world and also looks frightening as hell. Like it's a
1: little it, too like it's a. Like, it just feels like Shadow again to me. I feel like if they did like a little bit more with him to make him stand out from Shadow. I agree, but I also like what they're doing with like the crystal effect.
2: I like that, too. Yeah, but was so remind me, was there a connection of why he took the form of Shadow? It was
1: something with like when they traveled back to the past Shadow, like activated like the creation of Mephilus and Mephilus just took the form of whoever activated him or something like that. Yeah.
2: Gotcha. And I think it just, it, it gave for like, confu- like for the, from the audience standpoint, it gave for like a level of confusion of like, Oh, cause at the very beginning of silver story, I think it starts with him and uh, blaze meeting Mephilus, right? Yeah. So you already have it, I remember in my mind as a child, it's like, he looks like an old graying shadow. So I thought, oh, this mm. is old, this is old man Shadow oh. that was talking to. <laughs> yeah, so, and
0: Shadow is like I think technically immortal, like functionally immortal.
2: But <laughs> technically, he's a robot. Oh God, is he? <laughs> oh, wait, no, no, no. I saw I saw a, a theory video that was saying that I've seen ones that it's like he wasn't, and then he was. Either way, I think he's the like an he's ultimate not.
0: life form. If if he was that old in the future, it wouldn't not make sense, you know. Like- no.
2: Uh, also, uh, in Sonic Heroes, if you sucked at the game long enough. Uh, oh, no, was it wasn't. Was it Sonic Heroes? It was Shadow it was in Shadow the, the Hedgehog. Were, were, yeah, exactly. The final boss and Eggman's like, Shadow, if you can hear yeah. me. And he like explains the whole thing of like, you're not a robot.
0: Yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> we talked about the oh, so, so funny. That's,
2: that's how I take it, even though that it's not directly canon in any of the, the narrative points, like the major in your face yeah. narrative points. I think the Shadow the Hedgehog that we see in Sonic 06 is not a robot. Uh,
0: that's two things. A whole separate thing. Yeah, two things about Mephilus. One, I would have loved it if the first person who opened him up was Big the Cat. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we big in this world.
3: You need to uh, come with me to the past.
2: <laughs> we need to stop the Iblis voice and
0: everything, yeah. <laughs> um, and then two, uh, it'd be so funny if, like, because Amy thought Shadow was Sonic and then she thought Silver was Sonic and then it would be so funny if she ran into Mephilus just like, hi, Sonic Like Amy, do you need glasses because <laughs>
1: they they really made this into they really made that into a thing where like every game at least, uh, at least excuse me Amy would see a hedgehog and think it was Sonic I think she mm-hmm. did
0: it with classic Sonic in Forces or Generations too. no she, she did it with uh, the werehog in Unleashed oh yeah oh my god uh, she needs her eyes checked <laughs> Yeah,
2: different colors and everything And so like uh, silver Silver's ability set or moveset always felt re- really weird to me in a Sonic game in one where it's always about speed his was more about his psychic powers. Well, that was the think only that's, way you could win anything.
0: I don't think that's so unwelcome because the Sonic Adventure games were all about, like, here's different people, characters to play and all different play styles. So, like, in another game, I think it would have been better because I also love, like, it, you know, it, it, it runs terribly because the game's not, like, finished. But, <laughs> like, the idea of, like, oh, you have psychic powers and you have to, like, throw objects, but you can't, like, throw the enemies. You can only throw things that like... It's psychic it's psychic ability with like limit limits to it, which is really smart. Um, and like the fly mechanic is cool. I, I don't know. I, I think Sonic needed a psychic character and I think they delivered.
1: I, and yeah, I like I'll, the I'll, idea of more <laughs> Sonic characters having like sort of X-Men abilities, if that makes sense. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> like, that, yeah, that's good. Yeah, like I like I, I like well we're going to get into this in a future episode, but I like Silver a lot. I think he brings a lot to <coughs> the like the character dynamics and story. But I also I have a fondness and a weakness for the like boyish time traveler trying to save his future. Like Trunks is one of my favorite Dragon Ball characters. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I love uh, I don't know if it's my favorite, but one of my favorite Professor Layton games is the third one where it's a future version of Luke trying to save his future. Oh, cool! I don't yeah, know, I, like, I, I, I don't know that it goes to that in the third one. That's cool. That's <laughs> the uh, the unwound future. Uh, hmm. But yeah, like I, I, I don't know. It's it's just a, it's an archetype that I like a lot. So seeing Sonic do it with like a really fun character, and then the the dork that they have made Silver into in like the IVW series and stuff has just made me love him even more. Yeah, yeah, um, and I think
2: he always had that charm to him, and that mm-hmm. made him so different from Sonic, who is optimistic but snarky. Shadow, who yeah. is straightforward and pessimistic. And then you had Silver who was who was very naive. And and I yeah. think Blaze even calls that out a few times. Like I think mm. in, in her final scene she even because I was watching it the other day she's like you're so naive and I was like yes yes that is that is the character I, I, I trait that like, de- that defines you. So it's like
0: if we're like I guess if we're assuming if sto- like the story department was like run you know was like something they thought of at the last minute or off the cuff while they were trying to just get this game out the fact that they came up with like pretty decent, like character beats and story beats like off the cuff or like on a, like a tight schedule while, while, where other parts of the game took more precedence. That's like that's like pretty good. That means like most of the devs on this team are better than you think. Like they just they made something pretty OK on like the worst production schedule possible
2: yeah like it was saying when you told me more of the just at the beginning of the show when you were giving a little bit more of the history of the development of the game, it only heightened my respect for those who've worked on it
0: yeah um and, and I also want to point out too like because uh, uh Chris just talked about how like it's uh um i uh, uh, oh my god uh silver is based off of or is uh similar to trunks, and like well, he you is can based see, off of him yeah I was gonna say you can yes. ba- he was based off of him, which is a, such a cool element, and you can see that in like the hairstyle too like it's like it's 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 similar to Sonic, but like a little bit different with more of like that kind of middle hair thing going on. I I love his design so much. It I, I feels think it's, a little
1: Super Saiyan to me, which
0: I like. <laughs> yeah, it's that. And then it's also like in it, it, it doesn't feel like like as much as I love Shadow the Hedgehog's design. You could very easily see how they just kind of mixed and matched until they, uh, like Sonic parts, until they got a slightly different character. Yeah. This feels like a wholly different character. Well, like you because Silver's have a whole design change.
1: Silver's initial concept was that he was going to be a mink, and then they changed him to a hedgehog. I don't know uh, why, but he was originally going to be a mink, which would have been interesting.
2: Well, the yeah, but thing about the Sonic characters, the, the fast Sonic characters, like you bring up Shadow and Sonic, the way that their spikes are designed is they're. They're a through line. They're an arrow. Oh yeah. They're they're, they're meant oh. to look aerodynamic, but then you look at Silver, who is not a fast character, and his spikes are up the front like a sun. Like the, the like the lines radiating off of, you know, a circle, the way yeah, the, well, it, the, the, his it, forehead works. So it feels like that's a design. character who is not a fast character, who is a stop character, but because of that, it plays into his ability set.
0: That's really, yeah, yeah, that that blows my mind. And and like a two, like in in older (coughs) designs, uh, I can't find them right now, but there is in some versions of his character. The the front spikes were going to be down. And then as soon as he activated his power, they turned up. But I imagine Um, that got I imagine that got complicated in the game engine. So they just went with them always kind of halfway up. Mm hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, he's a good character and we will have to do an entire episode of him separately or else we'll just start <laughs> keep, keep talking <laughs> about him <laughs> and forever. Um, so, uh, where were we? We were talking about the plot, I think, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, there's just a lot of time travel and like. I was I was writing notes while I was watching the cutscenes, and I was taking a lot of snarky notes like what the fuck is going on and like, <laughs> and stuff like that. But I also wrote down things that I'm like, OK, you know, the, the way they're doing time travel is actually pretty interesting where Elise knows Silver and Mephilis knows Shadow. But they don't know the the other ones don't know each other. You know, like I like that kind of time travel thing where it's like, wait, how does this person know them? But they don't. And then we find out in like the third act like, oh. They were there in the past before they like I, I like that kind of time travel stuff. I, I think that's really well executed. It's just that the stuff that's going on in between those parts of the plot uh, are a big steaming pile. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah so, I think the time travel mechanic
2: is, is used to generate a lot of dramatic irony. I think that's how a lot of Sonic since they started having Sonic games where you could play from multiple perspectives of one of one story. They've always yeah. found a narrative mechanic to be able to drive uh, some dramatic irony so that the, there's a mystery of, OK, what's the other character doing when I'm playing as, you know, Sonic? Why do I see Shadow or Amy or Knuckles or something? Yeah. And then as you play from the other character storyline their the mystery becomes uh, easier and easier to understand.
0: Yeah, that's something that Sonic games have always been like really good at is mm-hmm. time to play as another character. Why? Because you'll now get a f- like uh, blanks filled in that you didn't know about earlier.
2: Yeah, and then you play as Team Chaotix and you're like, oh, nothing matters.
0: <laughs> <laughs> They're detectives you want on your side, okay?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, so I, I did write down something about the cutscenes. When Sonic and Elise are like running in a field is literally the Windows wallpaper. Yep. Yeah! Oh and my I can't God! Get over it. Uh, hold on.
1: Let me I'm see if I can find a
0: picture. I'm just
1: gonna share a little anecdote, real quick. Go for uh, it. <laughs> on my phone, I have a text notification. I don't have it set up for anybody, but I can easily set it up for you, Sean. Where uh, it's like one of the noises that the default <laughs> NPCs make when you go up and talk to him, and he just goes, "A." Hey,
2: Yes, yes. No, I love that. And they would always like w- flail their arms around like they yeah. had like three an- character animations for each of the uh, uh, NPCs in the game. And I Please. loved it when you'd walk up to like the six foot eight guards and go like, hey. That
1: or like you you ha- walk up to like the man in the top hat and the monocle and he just yes. puts his arms up and goes. You have to give me that sound effect because then I can add it to the soundboard. Oh, I will. I'll uh, give it to you. Yes. No worries.
0: Okay, oh my so God. I love these a- people. People. And speaking of NPCs,
1: we have to talk about Sonic Man. Oh <laughs> yeah, Sonic, uh, Sonic Man.
3: <laughs> Look at him.
0: I Look love the him.
1: idea. I love the idea of like a Tokusatsu Sonic. We, that was in the Archie, right? That was in the Archie well, comics it once. It was
0: in the Archie, but it was based off of this ver-
1: this yeah, Sonic 06 yeah, character. Yeah, what I mean. Yeah. I love it. I love it. <laughs> He's just
0: a dude who like dresses as Sonic, and he says like I'm Sonic, and for some reason he can also, in fact, run super goddamn <laughs>
2: fast. <laughs> oh my god! Why? <laughs> I don't know. He was like a challenge in the game for some reason. I, nope, I didn't get this far. I do not remember this man because are, I, I, are you I looking know at I, I, I wouldn't. I would have seen him because he would be haunting my nightmares to this day. <laughs> Look at mm-hmm. him. <laughs> where's, the, where's the plush of Sonic Man? Oh, I love it. It's all oh, one I word, wanna... too. They're making oh, a plush of God.
1: Mephiles. We can be close. Yes.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs>
0: oh, my God. I, this is, I think this might be my next cosplay. <laughs> yes.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: yes.
3: Make it happen.
0: Um, yeah. So. um, kind of we've already like gone back and forth between all the topics. I guess what's something you want to bring up, like in terms of like pros and cons about the game or something that you want to bring up?
2: Uh, me, me bring up or Chris, bring a- anybody, up? whoever <laughs> you can uh, go first. I, okay. I, the pros of it, like I've already talked about the world building was really nice. I felt like, although they were buildings that were clearly repeated on a grid, uh, I, I never felt like the world was something that was uh, uninviting. And oh yeah, especially to characters that were highly animated, they they felt weird next to human characters. But eventually, you just got used to it.
0: Yeah, I, I think too. Putting Sonic in an environment, um, it, it you know, it, it's it's had its ups and downs in the series. But putting Sonic in an environment that is different from the last game, I think, is always a cool like approach to it. Like.
2: Yes. Yeah.
0: You know, it, it lost like, you know, um, Lost World isn't, you know, really the best game. But putting Sonic in like all of a sudden in like a very Mario esque platformer, like geometric weird, weird looking world. OK, cool. Sonic in a new environment. Like, I think that's a as much as it has failed in the past. I think that's a smart tactic to a, it, like approach to making a Sonic game It's like, OK, where has Sonic not been before? Let's put him yeah. in an open world game. It's like, OK, yeah. that works really well. Yeah,
2: because the so mechanic it, is always speed. Well, uh, yeah. with, with the Sonic character, the mechanic is always speed. So and it you says, can go okay, through most do do environments this? fast.
0: So it doesn't yeah. really technically matter. So, so that's where you get a lot of cool variation in Sonic games that I always appreciate. Like, again, Unleashed, he's in like, he's he goes all around the world. Like, so where has Sonic not been? He hasn't been all around the world. Okay, you know, in Sonic 06, he hasn't been to a Venice type water area, you know. So it. It's I, I, I see where they're going at it with a creative and like what what do we do new mindset? You no, know? Now,
2: do you think it was as, as a hub world? I could very easily see the, the 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 progression, the blue sky progression being, OK, we want to make this game very, very grounded. We want to make a hub world, but we don't want to put like an unnatural barrier around it. What's yes. something that Sonic can't leave? Well, he can't swim. So what if we make this hub world that is has water surrounding it so it you're doesn't feel at like he just hits with, a barrier?
0: You're coming at this with theme <laughs> designer, like theme, <laughs> theme, <laughs> theme designer brain. And I just like I'm, I'm like, my mind is now blown. With like, oh, that's brilliant. Surround him <laughs> with water so that you can give him a big environment, but have walls that are like make sense in that world.
2: Yeah. That's brilliant holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> See, like I said, the more you go into this game, the more you start to find out that there was probably a lot of really good thought put into it. A lot of good choices
0: and thought made, and it's just like the it's because like the crunch just really destroyed it. And like, and again, that's not that's the thing, is like this game I feel like it's um you know, an unfair shake because other Sonic games are maybe not as bad, but they all have the same problem. And it was crunch and too little of a team because for a while, yeah. Sonic teams, ra- Sonic games ran on such tiny teams. Uh, and the new one that's coming out is a very like opposite reflection of Sonic 06. I I just tweeted about this earlier, but it's like Sonic 06 was crunched with a small team to make it to uh, release date, which is both before Christmas and on his 15th anniversary. Like, nope, we can't compromise. We're not changing. He said, it has to come out on his 15th anniversary. Sonic Frontiers was only barely announced on his 30th anniversary, which means it must have been in development for a while, and they didn't, like, push it to come out that year and that day, which is a, which, like, speaks volumes to how much they're changing their approach to these games.
2: Well, do you think that that, so... I see like a major, a possible major change in how um, Sega makes games moving forward in the employment of Christian Whitehead. It feels like, yeah, like headcanon making Sonic Mania and realizing that that is the most successful Sonic game that has happened since the uh, uh, the adventure series, realizing that maybe they've lost their way. And bringing someone in who really, who loves, who made something, he and his team made something that they they love the brand. They love the character. They love the games. Mm -hmm. And I feel like if, if uh, you know about uh, uh, Lucasfilm and how they've operated since Clone Wars, uh, they've put uh, Dave Fellini or yeah, Dave uh, Filoni, excuse me, um, in a leadership position over there because of, he absolutely loves Star Wars, absolutely loves George Lucas and loves the world that he gets to keep making. And it feels like it's a very similar thing where it's like, okay, we took someone who's a fan, was making their own stuff, employed that fan. And now we're letting that person have some sort of control over where the future of this franchise is going, even if it's not the primary control.
1: That's a big thing with Ian Flynn, too, because Ian Flynn was a huge fan before he started Mm -hmm. writing the Archie comics. And now he's writing Frontiers.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tyson
1: Hess worked on a
0: movie like there. There's there's a lot of like key player fans who are now like, major players in it. And, you know, it's, 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 it's a, uh, it's a slippery slope when it's like, oh, Sega hire this man when somebody like <laughs> retweets cool art or a cool idea for a Sonic game or something like that. Or in, in general, in most fandoms, it's like, oh, blank should hire this person because they have cool ideas. Like that's a slippery slope. You don't know if that person's an asshole and you don't know if that person only had mm-hmm. one good idea and doesn't know how to work the actual mechanics and the, the mechanisms of building a game. Right. I've, but, it's but so potential. Cool to see. Yeah. It, but it, it's so good to see people who like, Oh, we've trusted their work in both fan and professional manners for a while enough to put them on a bigger, important project, you know?
2: But what I, what I see so often fail in that process of bringing in the fan who has proven themselves on their own is when the, bu- the, the existing bureaucracy at a larger company gets in the way. And yeah. you so often I've seen it happen in other companies before. Um, uh, the universal parks is one of them where they brought in some people who were doing horror nights, realizing that everyone loves horror nights. Like that is the most profitable thing that universal parks and resorts do. And they brought some of the leading designers for that into the creative studio to do the long-term theme park stuff. And some of the bureaucracy got in the way of them being able to actually make something really, really wonderful. And then a lot yeah. of them just went back to horror nights and like are still kicking ass over there doing that. And it, and yet again, I see Lucasfilm being the opposite of bringing someone like a Dave Filoni in and saying, you have free reign over parts of this universe. And then his, per, his uh, responsibilities are growing and growing and growing. And the past bureaucracy of the company that may have prevented any sort of uh, uh, real genuine care and uh, un- unique opportunities for the franchise <clears throat> to be pushed out as a new generation starts to come in and, and build it from a place of love. So I'm hoping yeah. that Sega starts to be that way because I think Frontiers, the way they're handling Frontiers, just like you said, seems to be different than the way that they've produced other games in the past. Yeah,
0: and and, and obviously it can sound like a uh, Stockholm syndrome where it's like this one's going to be different, guys. After <laughs> like ten good. games doing that, but <laughs> but <laughs> Sean, I truly, really-
2: Sean, you need to leave. My God, them they're, they're not being good to you. <laughs> Oh my God, <laughs> this podcast is
0: actually an inter- a sleeper intervention for us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, oh like, no, God. like, like, like it, it, it's not that it, it both feels different and we are looking at proof of it actually being different, I think is the big key difference here. Yeah. Um, in terms of like, they're, they, 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 they missed the 30th anniversary as a release date, which means they don't care about the release date, they care about the product. Yeah, Like that that speaks a lot.
1: Um, on the topic of uh, bringing up like, uh, when you guys were bringing up like fans working on these like esteemed projects, uh, this was something Tyson talked about in, he did an interview with uh, Sung Won Cho on his uh, podcast. And Tyson talked about like, yeah, it's a great thing if like, you know how to draw the characters and stuff like that. But the thing that companies are always looking for is what you can bring to those characters, not just the fact that you can draw them. Mm
0: -hmm. Yes, exactly. But and also at the same time, still work within what we know about the characters without being like, okay, uh, Sonic is a badass who uh, uh, uses swords. Now it's like, wait, hold on. Yeah, (laughs) that's not not working with the character.
2: OK, never mind. (laughs) The, the same same sort of thinking that gave Shadow the Hedgehog a gun. <laughs> I
1: mean, kind of, yeah. I mean, Sega, well, also,
2: I, I can't complain. Sega
1: got all my letters, so. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, you talk about like it, it advancing the characters. I think another positive of Sonic 06 is it did uh, uh, it gave a lot of respect to Sonic as a character. There's one cutscene I always think of where they're they're flying off of Eggman's ship that's blowing up. And Sonic is carrying Elise, jumping from you know uh, pieces of broken ship uh, to broken ship, and then he jumps up to a cliff, and he reaches out to the cliff, and the camera angles looking oh, down yeah. at them, reaching up to the cliff, and then you see in his eyes it goes from co- absolute confidence to oh shit, <laughs> and then they start to fall backwards, <laughs> and the explosion, and at least like covers her eyes, and the uh, the explosion of the piece of metal behind them propels them up to the top of the cliff, which is really great because when rebooting this character. It wasn't that so often you see that and they think, oh, this character's badass. This character is primarily meant to be badass. But instead, it was this character is a character who has flaws. He's confident, but he's overly confident and therefore he's relatable. And I, they I was going to say that yeah. every aspect of his character when doing this reboot, which I think also leads into how we've seen Sonic in even a, even the most characterized version of him, which I would say is the Sonic Boom TV show right now. Like that character yeah. still is true from things established in Sonic 06.
1: One of my favorite recent Sonic lines is from Forces, actually, where uh, Shadow's talking with him about like how Infinite's ability to create uh, virtual reality projections is unbeatable. And how they're not gonna win, and Sonic's reply is, of course we'll win. We always do. We just haven't figured that part out yet. Like that's the exact <laughs> confidence that I love from him.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ever the, like I said, he's the optimist, Shadow's the pessimist. That's mm-hmm. that's their beautiful balance.
1: Yeah. Um
0: so I, I do have a, a fun note about the plot. So Sonic dies, first of all. Sonic fucking, Spoilers!
3: Like, yeah. <laughs> Sonic
0: fucking dies in this. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Kamehameha. Yeah. Oh, wait, actually, actually, before I get to that, I do have to share one of the most beautiful images ever seen in a Sonic game. Uh, here we go. Wait, send. There we go. It's oh, Crucified yeah. shadow. <laughs>
3: shadow <laughs> Crucified. Uh-huh.
0: Look at him. He's
3: <laughs>
0: It's so stupid. I love it. Oh, um, yeah.
1: But OK, you're so see, second... the next game, you're going to see shadow with stigmata. Oh my god Um,
0: So the second thing was that after Sonic dies, right, before the kiss, they have to go gather the Chaos Emeralds through time and space, which is kind of dope. I like that. I like a yeah. fetch quest when it's got a cool thing like, oh, we gotta go everywhere and every when to get it. But yeah, also, and I'm pretty sure that's Avengers, Avengers Endgame. End I was <laughs> gonna say, that.
2: <laughs>
1: that, that shit was Endgame like 10 years, what, no, more, like 12 years before it actually I happened. mean, so many series, so many stories have done the Endgame, but like I know where you're coming from. It's really yeah. Funny. <laughs> it's really funny.
0: Oh my god. Um yeah, so they do that, they they gather them up, and then Elise, like I don't know, asks God to cure Sonic and then kisses him.
2: <laughs> and so he's so fine? I have I have not beaten the game. I still to this day have not beaten the game. So now I did not know Sonic dies. <laughs> no, he <laughs> fucking dies. That's why Elise has to
0: kiss him and make and like revive him and then give him his super, super Sonic transformation.
2: Oh, my God. Well, is well, that it? Is that how we go? Super yes. yes. Well, what happens. What happens
1: is like when Solaris like is activated in the final story, like all these different regions around uh, Soliana that like you've played through previously in the game are like getting destroyed. So you have to play as like all of the characters except for Sonic going around in different levels, trying to avoid these black holes that Solaris is creating and mm-hmm. finding the Chaos Emerald in each of these uh, stages. So there's seven stages to go through. And I kid you not, those seven stages are some of the hardest things I've ever had to do in a video game because the physics of those black holes are completely broken. And they will just like, if you're within like, 30 feet of them, they will immediately suck you in and you got to start over. It's so uh. Uh, like I, I was able to do it. But after like several hours of trying to do it, <laughs> so like be like, you, I almost feel like you can't go on with this, like continue with the story without acknowledging that those seven levels of getting the chaos emeralds are a fucking nightmare.
2: <laughs> <laughs> See, and, that, oh, and that is where I would have not just given up on the game, but also life. <laughs> i Sonic's dead. This game sucks. <laughs> <There's> no hope. <laughs> and he like he gets hit
0: with like a laser through the heart too. It's yeah. crazy. Uh, oh my god! And he was too late. In fact, he probably gives him a bad name too. <laughs> yeah, me- Mephiles gives him the uh, uh, special beam cannon. And he gives him the jo- the. Uh, is it Bon Jovi who sang
1: that song? What? <laughs> Shut the yeah, heart. The heart? <laughs> yes, it's oh Bon God. Jovi. Okay. Yes, yeah. that's John Bon okay,
0: John uh, What did I say? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Also, so so I don't hate the transformation where he shares the power with Silver and Shadow. No, I it's like actually it. Actually, it, it's 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 a really cool like uh the way that like the angle they choose for them to actually do the full transformation really rocks like it. It it looks like it's like, oh, this is a lot to handle. And then it like builds up. And also Sonic's super form in this is kind of rad. Like every part of him glows in this except his eyes. And it's kind of a nice touch. Like it's a, it's a cool way to change it up without changing it completely.
1: Yeah, like I never um, liked the the super metallic uh uh texture yeah, they prefer gave him in the like, adventure oh, games. He's glowing. Yeah. Yeah. Um but
0: yeah, so it, it, I mean, as we've said, like this has this game has a lot of like like really great things you can pick out of it. It's just that unfortunately the connecting joints and tissue and stuff like that, all of that just like didn't get done correctly because of like time crunch.
2: And it's always that like at the end of any major project, you'll start to see that the stuff starts to fall apart because of the last minute details.
0: Yeah. Um, But again, like the fact that this game, like I'm sure if we had specific like numbers and data, but like like in terms of like how many people were left on the team by like the the hardest crunch of production and just how much time do they have during that and stuff like that? If we knew those numbers, I bet we say, oh, they made a damn fine game in that time. You know, like, oh, it's, yeah, it's 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 amazing what they got out of how little time and people they had.
2: hmm. No, it's it's that's the thing is it's like you can tell there was so much love put into this because I think everyone recognized. And I'm sure Sega put the edict out first was this is the game that redefines Sonic for the next generation.
0: It's it's true because you can see Sonic Unleashed pieces in this. You can see um, Sonic Generations pieces, and as you can see, like especially and not to, like for Sonic Unleashed. Um, I don't know, Ke- Kevin, if you know about like a lot of the discourse surrounding Sonic Unleashed is is that you know its night levels kind of suck, but its day levels are like some people think are, st- myself included, still think are the best like Sonic levels yep. of all time. Really, uh, in terms of like like three D modern Sonic, good. They're damn good because like what they do is instead of like giving you this like one track you're running on, a lot of times they give you this big open field and it's up to you to like turn correctly and use that width of land to like move as fast as possible. And it like has a lot of satisfying speed feeling to it versus like, oh, it goes too fast to control. It's like, no, it just feels fast, which is a lot of fun.
2: Well, it sounds like um, they made good on the Rush segments from 06 then. That's exactly yes. it. The, the, the That's what I was going to say. The yeah.
1: boost formula, even though it technically started in Sonic Rush, the mock Speed segments in 06 very much yeah. like were a predecessor to that.
0: So so here's my like my my I, um, I guess statement on this is that I think Sonic 06 was more or less what Sonic or sorry. Uh, Sonic Unleashed was what Sonic 06 was kind of trying to be. And then it has its own faults, obviously, but like the good parts of Sonic Unleashed are definitely what Sonic 06 was going for. Yeah, I, think. I, I can see mm-hmm. that. There's a, there's a lot yeah, of it's, open it's like, wide o- segments in that too.
2: Sonic 06 ran so Sonic Unleashed could run faster. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I think I've talked about everything I want to talk about. Is there anything that uh, you've been dying to talk about about Sonic 06?
2: I, I mean, it, it was just my 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 harsh realization that Sonic 06 kind of ruined me uh, for future video games. Because uh, it, it was, like I said, it was my favorite game franchise. I, I played all of them to death up until that point. And I mean, I was even a huge fan of Sonic Battle for, uh, for the yeah. Game Boy Advance. I love that game. I still I me stand too. by that game, too. I loved it. I have um, played it in ages. Wonderful. They, I'm glad I'm among friends. <laughs> but I, this was the first Sonic game I didn't complete. And because of that, it became the last game. It, it it became a turning point in my life of video games, where I could I no longer cared to complete video games. And even so, uh, uh, seeing how the gaming industry and and video game development on its own have affected my life, I look back on this and I think, wow, I still have such great nostalgia for this. And I can see that there was such a a, a pure core to what this was, like there isn't any project. And like we said. This was meant to be the game that defines the next generation of Sonic the Hedgehog, and by being a buggy failure, it kind of did. <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> that's
0: a good it's,
2: point. You're absolutely right. No, and also
0: too, I think it, like something that's interesting is that I think most people who are in some form of creative field look at this game with like sympathy and with like, oh, I can see all of the devs who had great ideas and all of the production and, and exec people who are like, no.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. It's it's the yeah. I, I feel the same way. Like I have to defend to my friends. There's a um a Jimmy Fallon ride at Universal Studios Orlando. It's called The Race through New York starring Jimmy Fallon. And it is widely considered to be like a terrible, terrible attraction. And I think it's actually one of the smartest designed attractions in this decade. And if, if you guys don't have a if you guys are ever in Orlando, like give it a shot. Um, but it's the same idea where it's like, oh, I see, and it's, it's the, my same exact argument is the core values of this attraction clearly were so, so strong. The execution got it about 90% of the way. The, that, last, that last 10% was the thing that showed the audience that you, you knew what you were doing.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's a bummer that that happens, but it's, it's again, it's cool to look back at all the cool things about this game that work.
2: Absolutely. You know, it makes me want to play it again. Like, I still got my Xbox. I got the game. I'd be I, I, I want to pull it out and play it. Uh,
0: Chris, you might know this. Is there a fan project that tries to recreate it, yep. like as a stronger game? Yeah, there
2: it's is. Called yeah, Sonic yeah, okay, there is yes. Sonic PO
1: Six. Yeah, P hyphen O Six.
2: I'd be interested like in project playing O6. that if we can
0: stream
1: it at some point. If yeah, you can okay. find
2: a link to that to download, I would. I would love to play that. I think that'd be a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, I absolutely will. I'll keep a window open and look for it later. It's um, it's like
2: mentioned on the uh,
1: I think it has its own Wikipedia page because of like how it does, how much detail there is.
2: Amazing. And yet again, it's like if you had seen the best of intentions carried out with the best of execution, this really could have been remembered as one of the best Sonic games ever made. Yeah.
0: Or at the very least, like one of the most like impactful ones. Like, oh, that's a better. Yeah,
2: that's a better way of saying it. One of the most impactful.
0: Um, But of course, it all came down to uh, video game crunch. And you know what I have to say to that?
2: That's no good. I thought I was, I was, I was,
1: I was <laughs> bracing for a fart, man. I was bracing for a fart. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I,
0: I, I, um, I categorized it by the hotkey I have, so don't do that again.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I, I, I was ready for at least one, it's no use, from that oh, soundboard. No, That's he, another okay, text so, stone I have. I'll send it to you. Uh, uh, the, I mean,
1: I guess I'll just show
0: off all the Sonic ones I have. I have... Um, because Chris and I both have ADHD and we constantly forget what we're saying in the middle of it, we put in this this from Sonic Adventure whenever uh, our train of thought leaves the station. The train headed for Station
1: Square
3: will be (laughs) departing soon.
1: Uh. (laughs) I still think you should um, find the uh, uh, "No Trains Are Currently in Service" one. I, I, I'm trying oh, to find yeah, it. That's but I can't. more iconic for me.
0: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I, I have to like dig through a watch through of that. I'll, to get I'll that. see if
1: I can find like the the voice files on like a a uh, uh, a website or something because they've definitely uploaded okay. like those kinds of voice files. Uh, I also have this one. Ah! <laughs> oh. <laughs> You're gonna crash. <laughs> and then. Oh yeah. <laughs>
2: so Uh-oh. that reminds me I, I just uh when i was back out in california my family and i went up to mammoth mountain and i'm bringing up my uh i had a snowboarding playlist that i had made on spotify like f- six years ago when i last went when i was last able to make it up there and i was thinking oh i'll just download that again i'll look through it and i was like what's on here it's like what and i just looked through it's 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 all Sonic Adventure 2.
0: <laughs> <laughs> As it should.
2: Like, um, nothing feels better like going down a mountain on a snowboard
0: uh, to City of that me, That's what I should add to the soundboard that one part of uh, Open Your Heart that plays in the cinematic when chaos comes through the building.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. like,
2: God, you open your heart. Like, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Sean, hey, open Sean. not? Come on. I, yeah, I'm going to start
1: finding some voice clips. Like, I don't know how you made a soundboard, but I'm going to find some to, to you. <laughs> perfect great thank you <laughs> There's a lot of very many um, ones so i think that's uh
0: but that about does it for for sonic 06 uh, and th- as with this you know show we talked about before like there's no limit of how many episodes we can do about something so like you know we can come back to this topic anytime and like find 20 different new angles to explore about it um And, heck, maybe we can find somebody who worked on it to come on, too. Can
1: I Um, actually uh, uh, pop in two just really strange things about Sonic 06 that I want to bring up? Oh, absolutely. Go for it. Um, I mentioned this when we were streaming, uh, but there's a theory that the reason that Crisis City from Sonic 06 is in um, uh, Sonic Generations, even though it was canonically erased from the timeline, uh, the theory is that the Time Eater that Eggman finds... Uh, is the remnants of Solaris after being wiped from existence. And it remembers. Oh, I like that theory interest.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: Interesting. The
1: second thing is in the same document, uh, uh, from Sega that says that silver was directly based on, um, uh, trunks. There's a really strange thing saying that one of Blaze the cat's character like defining <gasps> traits. Yes, is I that she's this. uncomfortable about her small breast size. And I'm like, yes, you <laughs> guys are really making this for the anime community, ain't you?
2: <laughs> I was I remember what? reading that as a kid. Yeah. And being like, what? i I didn't i was i I just was it was so shocking to me beside like all the other character descriptions (laughs) yeah
0: i i also i uh i find it just absolutely hilarious that silver has the weed shaped hair and his best friend is (laughs) blaze yeah
2: oh i love it no and Uh. and that's something that i'm sure no one thought of i actually think no no one thought of no
0: because especially like uh, okay this is a very weird uh tangent that i will try to talk about quickly there's this one scene in one of the lupon uh, movies where a character is smoking a bong and it's like not how you smoke a bong oh, yeah, and it was Fujiko. like oh do you yeah and it's like do you want to be the japanese animator who knows how to work a bong because then you'll be like arrested
3: <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> like so so they did that on purpose like <laughs> so yeah so I, I bet that like nobody was thinking about that because it's so like it's it's very looked down upon there um, oh, absolutely! <laughs> yeah. So, what a weird fucking note to end that on. But let's no, move to our it. segments. <laughs>
2: yeah. No, that was perfect. It was. It was honestly. This has been such a wonderful walk down memory lane with this game. I honestly, I really appreciate, uh, uh, you know, you reaching out, Sean, and saying, hey, let's talk about this crap. <laughs> and it, pulls, yeah. uh, it was so well, great to look at it now through like a designer's eyes and say, okay, what were the foundations of of the function of what this game was supposed to be?
0: Yeah, that's exactly what I was saying. Like anybody, not only game designers and like theme park designers, but just creators in general, all now look at this game and be like, oh, Wow. Yeah, I it, I feel bad for everyone who worked on it, but they probably did their best. Like, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's now move on to our first segment, uh, the blue blurb, which is our new segment. Um, we have a few things that happened. Uh, let's see, was uh, I, we already talked about this earlier, but Sonic Frontiers was delayed uh, for quality. It was going to come out in 2021, which probably would have been very, very bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> it probably would have <laughs> been Sonic 06 all over again, to be honest. Yeah, I'm I'm Um, very, very happy with them. Yeah, it's so good to hear that. Uh, And we like I said, we already kind of talked about this where it's like that's such a mark of difference from the Sonic 06 days. Mm -hmm. We love to see it,
2: folks. Yeah.
0: Um, And Kevin, have you seen the VTuber thing that they have for
2: Sonic? No, what's that? <laughs> so,
0: uh, YouTubers are like, when they have like 2D oh. uh, or uh, like avatars that move to a, uh, a motion camera thing. Yeah. Uh, and they have these uh, from the Sega uh, like channel. Oh, it uh, Sonic. Uh, Sega? Yeah, Sonic! Yeah, they're so Oh, yeah. that's So like oh, people not are that. operating oh, they the, that yeah, they're, they're really cool looking de. and the ah,
1: Tails ah, one is de. recently mm-hmm. new. I yeah. yeah. I love them to stream! That's Yeah, I love this. so cute. That's really great.
3: My
0: yeah, I want them to play Sonic 06. Uh, Six. <laughs> um, and then uh, let's see, uh, we also have the Sonic Lego released, which I'll talk about in a second. I bought this, and it's been delayed four days from its original delivery date, and I have no idea when I'm getting it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I yeah. want it so bad,
0: uh, but it, it rocks. It's like it's very good. Like it, it's not too much, not too little. I think in terms of like a Sonic Lego thing, I think I think there could have been a lot of ways this went. Like, uh, it could have been just like a big Sonic out of Legos, and I don't think that would have been very cool. Um, but yeah, it rocks. Uh, and when it was first announced, it was like on the Lego ideas thing. Yeah. And it had like the big Eggman robot too, which I think might just
1: be coming in a different set. Yeah, I guarantee that's probably going to be a separate set because that's going to be a lot of pieces itself.
0: Yeah, but two of my like absolute favorite childhood things together finally. <laughs> yeah, and, and, which is why I'm like clawing my face, yeah. waiting for that package to arrive.
2: Sonic was in Lego <laughs> Dimensions. I'm
1: surprised that they didn't have like a he full was. set. Yeah, well, yeah, it, it
2: was a different rights situation oh. where they had certain rights. Like, they, like you, are you probably are never going to see a portal Lego set.
0: Um, this is true. because yeah. they,
2: they were able to get it for the game, but it was a different thing to make any other merchandise for it. Uh, so okay. yeah, it was the, probably the, the game
0: company probably got the licensing and not Lego got the licensing,
2: which was, but it was great to see the first step. Cause I think I would hope that Lego was doing that as a trial for their products. Yeah, to yeah. see not only cause they, all, I mean, not that it was a primary thing. They made the game to make the game, but yeah. that, uh, uh, with that, they were saying, okay, like on top of our ideas input, what is some other ways that we can test some of these products without fully committing That to is them. smart, yeah. Uh, and I remember the Sonic one, and they clearly it worked with Mario, but the Mario set is a completely different thing. That is a game that looks like a Lego set. Mm, yeah, but it's I not much of a game. I would love to see them do that with Sonic. <laughs> oh, it's not much of a game. No, no. no. Oh, like, I would no, love no. to see no, them do my, that my with Sonic.
0: On that is like my whole tangent on that is like that like. It's not Lego, and it's not a game, and it's barely Mario.
1: It's so <laughs> weird. I really, because, like, I really disliked that Like before they announced Luigi, like a couple days before the Mario toy would start saying he wanted to see Luigi. I'm like, oh, that is fucked. Oh, God. That is disturbing. You know,
2: it's okay, like, just like... so creepy. He's like, he's like, I miss my brother. my uh, brother. Hey, Mario. <laughs> is he dead? <laughs> he's like, he, he's been gone for so long. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I remember his cold hands. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs>
0: (laughs) So okay, so like the thing with the with the Mario Lego is just that it's like they say it's a game, but it's not. You can just put him down on things. Like (laughs) you lift him up. There's no there's no limitations and no control Like to make it like a challenge. It's just like a playset with some noise activations. It's well, not I, a game, I, I never and they it. It the looked game.
2: to me, it looked to me like a board game, and I'm like, oh, they, no, there's probably exactly. a rule book with it. It doesn't seem yeah, to be that no, at all. it's
0: it just, it there, there. I feel like there could have been a dozen better ways to do that. But I do love like the the question mark cube they came out with. That's really, yeah, rad. I like that.
2: That's great. Yeah, I love that. The, the the little worlds. Ugh, I, I, yeah, would love for them to sell that at the Universal Park because it's yeah. so it's I, I'm So I'm excited so to perfect. see what they
0: do. I'm, I'm excited to see what they do with Sonic if this is like a relationship that they want to continue past the lego ideas thing because i don't know if you know this the lego ideas is just you submit your design and like yeah. get the licensing if it's pro- uh, po- um, popular enough yes yeah, so they did that I with, they, hope did they did that continue. with
2: ghostbusters yeah um, so I, I i hope
0: i hope like we're in the future we're gonna see more from this than just the initial two designs we got
2: well you're you're a proponent of pushing that into the future sean because you did purchase it
0: Yes, thank you. <laughs> you're, you're, doing, Sega, you're doing God's work, Sega, my Sega, where's my thank you letter? <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, that came out. Uh, what's the last thing we have? Uh, Sonic Prime will be getting some merch as well, it says, from Jack Specific, who is
1: Sega's current partner with Sonic uh, yeah, t- merchandise. Yeah, they're the ones making like all the all, all of the figures now, but it's interesting, because it says yeah. they're doing like figures and merchandise and costumes. I think it's costumes for the figures because this is a
0: multiverse Sonic series. So I imagine they're going to sell one standard Sonic figure and then they can put different costumes on it for all the variants. Oh,
1: maybe. Mm -hmm. I was
0: like, are they going to do like
1: Halloween costumes? Oh, that'd be cute. I
0: I mean, I'll I'll wear a child's large. (laughs) 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 Um... Yeah, I think that's it for the for for Sonic news, unless you can think of anything else, Chris. Um, not really. I can't really think of anything. Well, now it is time for my favorite segment. Uh, It's time for uh, hold on. I have a soundboard for this, too. Uh, It's time for dropping rings. (laughs)
2: my god Uh, my hands are sweating this
0: this is our merch specific segment uh sometimes we talk about the merch news and that but mostly it's because i send you uh sonic products and we play a little kind of price is right type game where uh you tell me how much you'd pay for it or how much you think it is and i'll tell you, you if you're wrong or right
2: did did you get inspiration for this from podcast the ride uh, no I didn't I, do, do I only learned about They do a very similar that. segment with yeah, uh, I only Disney Parks about it much merch. later yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh that's so. great
0: so the first product we uh, it's funny there's no sonic 06 merch i couldn't find anything on ebay or anything like that to like send like because i try to theme it specifically to the topic if i can yeah um so what i found instead was some silver merchandise the first one is this one which is called on ebay super rare design silver sonic the hedgehog 42 inch plush with faux white fur collar those eyebrows look at us that's,
2: <laughs> that's a Sonic the Hedgehog toy that someone just wrapped up in duct tape <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> it looks like it very it looks like like a wrapping paper like yeah. like silver oh, wrapping unpleasant. paper it's very unpleasant um they so- they,
2: they should pay me fifty dollars to take that off their hands <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right so how much do you think it is how much do you think the 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 price listing is can
2: I can I ask one question about Go it, for it. I, I'll, I'll ask um is is this licensed merchandise or non-licensed merchandise um
0: it's just it's it's resold on eBay, but this it, I I've seen these before. I think they're official. Uh it looks okay, like a bootleg to so me. The original but...
2: price or, or the original price or what it's going for on eBay?
0: What it's going for on eBay. That's this. That's it, what it, I was This going.
2: on eBay right now. This is going for um uh uh forty-two ninety-six.
0: All right, Chris. Twenty bucks. All right, uh this is two hundred and twenty-five dollars. <laughs> <You laughs>
2: <it>. Jesus! Why? <laughs>
0: Oh, this is my favorite game. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is cruel, Sean. This is cruel. Bring on the next All right. one.
0: All right. So we have this. Uh, it's not a Sandico 6 theme, but I just thought it was neat when I was looking for stuff. We have mm-hmm. Sega Sonic the Hedgehog uh, Pocket Watch Souvenir oh. Wooden Red with Case Unuse uh, 319-SK, which I don't know what that means. Um, but this <laughs> is uh, this is Sega Sonic brand, um, which just for some context was, uh, or maybe not Sega Sonic's brand. It, no, this is, I'm not sure. Sega Sonic was a brand that Sega used because um, Sonic was a br- like a like a licensed term at the time that Sonic was released. Mm-hmm. So anytime they released a product under Sonic the Hedgehog, it had to be titled Sega Sonic in Japan. Um, so anything from that with that title on it is usually from the 90s.
3: Mm hmm. Um, OK, but this
0: one appears to be from Sega Joyopolis. So that that might not be the right moniker for this. Um. So how much do you think this? this is just like a rare collector's item?
2: This, I think, is probably two fifty.
1: All right, Chris. One thirty five. Five hundred and eighty one, baby. <laughs> my God, the hell. <laughs> oh, my God, Mary.
2: Oh, my I, God. I recently did a lookup of a I have like an original Buzz Lightyear still in the is still in the case from like mm-hmm. nineteen ninety five. And it is not this much on eBay. What
0: <laughs> the hell? Um, now we have one that's actually kind of neat. Um, First of all, free him.
2: Oh, free look at him. that guy. <laughs> Sonic in a <laughs> tube.
0: Sonic so in a this paint can, apparently.
2: Oh, my God. So, so the 15th um, anniversary, yeah,
0: it's 15th anniversary, which does line up with Sonic 06, which sort of uh, runs with the theme. Uh, mm-hmm. It's the 15th anniversary five inch figure uh, promo, like figurine. Uh, and mm-hmm. it comes in this little paint bucket thing. How much do we think this is? Five bucks, 90 bucks, five bucks? all right. Uh, It is ninety nine. That is the closest you've been. All right. (laughs) Well done. All right. We got two more for you. This next one, uh, since we have such fond memories of uh, of of the chow garden, of you teaching me the chow garden, all the tips and tricks uh, and kicking our chows to make them evil chows. We have Hmm. this one, this this lovely giant sonic plush
2: giant. How, How big is it? Um,
0: let me see the description here. Um, it doesn't say; it just says jumbo. Uh, <laughs> Good enough for me. <laughs> us, yeah, which usually means which usually means huge, which with a capital Y, huge. Uh, <laughs> um, so, how much do you think this is? This is uh, it, it. It doesn't say anything specific that says like an era or the rarity of it. It's just big.
1: That's not big.
2: That's a chat. That is. That is. Um, $320.
1: All right. Um
0: I'm going to say 160. Okay. Um it's 1500.
2: <laughs> holy shit. What the
0: hell? I, somebody else has it listed for 750 and it's it varies. I'm usually grabbing the first link I find, but I, I guess it Oh, hold on. It does say it's rare in this other listing. Uh but still it's like holy shit. <laughs> I'm paying it. I'm buying
2: it here. Here you go. Here's a gift. <laughs> so um, I, I want to add one to the mix. Oh, oh, this is new. Oh, oh you, God. You, you, you show your next one, but I want to I want to add this to the mix. No, mine's a good one to end on and go for it. <laughs> oh, OK, give me a second. I need to, add, I need to t- get it and add it to the chat.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. This is a, such a special treat. I've never had Sean, it. Turned what's back happening? A I don't I
2: understand what's happening. No, <laughs> wait, <laughs> no,
1: this Chris, is, this did you a, do it to me no. once? No.
2: I don't think I did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is a specific one. So this is, um, Cause I, I'm the theme park guy. It's got to be theme parks. Okay, perfect. So this is a a small. They didn't sell much merchandise for this, but at Alton Towers they had they rethemed Ooh. a coaster to be Sonic Spinball. This is a All Sonic right. Spinball specific mug. It was one of the few pieces of merchandise that they sold. Oh, I can see like the cool texture on it too. Mm-hmm. And and if you drink it on the inside, it says Sonic Spinball at the bottom oh, of the, of the yeah. mug, and on it, it has some Alton Towers uh, um, branding on it. So. Uh, this one's uh, this one's for bid, so I guess we can guess. What do you think the the minimum bid is for this, the starting bid for this? Item. All right.
0: So this is a rare thing for a now defunct uh, theme park attraction that was already like rare for people to go to to begin with.
1: hmm. I'm going to say at least 250. Chris, um,
2: one seventy five. So this is a testament to how few people give a fuck about theme parks. It is thirty nine ninety <laughs> nine. <laughs> I'll buy that
0: right fucking now then. <laughs> do it.
1: <laughs> All right.
0: So Sean, s-
2: do,
1: that- do it before somebody grabs it like they did with the fucking doujinshi. <laughs> That's something we didn't report on. My friend bought the <laughs> goddamn oh my- doujinshi.
3: I <laughs> like how you broke the mic on my end.
1: <laughs> so, so d-
0: do you know what a doujinshi is, Kevin? <laughs> Not a clue. Should I look it up? <laughs> so uh, here, I'll just send you the picture. So doujinshi is like a fan yeah. comic in Japan. And usually. They're filthy. And this one was $50, and Chris almost got it, and then oh. th- their friend got
3: it. <laughs> oh, oh well, my like God.
1: The thing is, God. the thing is. Um, you needed a eBay account to purchase this. I do not have an eBay account and I don't want to make one because the last time I did, I got my life savings hacked. So I avoid oh, I boys. avoid eBay for a very good reason. So I was like, you know what? I'm thinking about this. I'm going to give it the 24 hours. And then there was a tweet put out about it because the episode came out and then 15 minutes after the episode came out, it was bought. And I was like, what the fuck? And then a week later, my friend quote tweeted me with a picture of it and said it was me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the
0: final product uh, we have mm-hmm. is a copy of Sonic 06, uh, but not just any copy. It is first print brand new factory, uh, f- like like sealed in its original. Like, so this was bought and never opened from like a GameStop in, in 2000. Oh man, it's still got 2006. Bought and never inside. opened
2: Sonic 06 is a great decision. <laughs> yeah, no, <exactly. laughs>
0: you know, yeah, you can see on the side, it has like, the the seal is there and everything. It's not just like unopen, like half open and resealed. It is completely unopened. A time, capsule.
1: you know, it's 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 this it, Charles Dickens' saddest st- short story for sale. Sonic Six never played. <laughs> oh my god!
0: Uh, oh, and a plus, it's from a smoke free home. Uh, oh. well, that's good. No. All right, so so based oh on the fact that it is unopened from its original, and it's not even like like, you know, one of those ones that like is released from a different like like as a second printing its first print. Uh, it's Xbox, so it's not PS3, but it's Xbox. Mm-hmm. How much do you think this is going for?
2: I think this is going for. Uh, three ninety nine, three hundred ninety nine dollars.
0: All right, Chris, sixty five dollars. <laughs> uh, it is two hundred. It is one ninety Wow, wow. Yeah.
1: I should have figured yes. it was like the
0: the covid used game market. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly, uh, and, and and in general too. Like, it's so funny when like the dial uh, ticks from nobody wants this and they can't get rid of them to now it's a collector's item because it was so terrible.
3: <laughs> I love when
0: that happens because it's like you just paid two hundred dollars to frame this terrible game in your home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: gonna
0: show it to my kids.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're
0: not allowed to open. <laughs> this is your. This is your legacy. You're not allowed to play it.
1: <laughs> you watch two funny men on the YouTubes play it. You don't play it.
0: <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> um, and that does it for Dropping Rings. Uh, I should get some, like, eh, and ding, ding, ding uh, oh, sound smart. effects yeah. for the winner uh, for that. Uh, That's but no two. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my God. Um, that does it. Um, thank you so much for joining yeah, us, was Kevin. Great. This was. An absolute oh. blast and a great dive into a game that I feel like other more snarky people would have just talked shit about the entire time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I am ever the optimist and being on many projects that have just tanked because of stupid decisions that were not my own, at least I would like to believe, um, I recognize when they're, like, I always look at a project with the most naive of eyes and I try and say, what are the best parts of this? And Sonic 06 is just one of those uh, uh the hated stepchild of the Sonic of the modern Sonic generation. And I feel like I want to love this broken thing because it is broken.
0: Yeah. Which is really poetic and beautiful, actually. No,
2: I completely (laughs) agree with that.
0: (laughs) No. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So that about does it. Um, Why don't you go ahead and tell our listeners where they can find you and your work?
2: Well, thank you. Yeah. So I'm Kevin Cobfield. I'm a theme park designer. You can uh, find my portfolio at Kevin Cobbfield Designs. Um, and some of my personal work is up on uh, Themantics, which is my YouTube channel where um, it I host a puppet show that talks about the psychology of theme park design and why you like some of the rides that you like Ooh. without realizing why you like them.
0: It's. It, I love it. A because the uh, <laughs> the puppet it looks just like you. It's so good. <laughs> uh, and I B, made it because, myself. Like, yeah, it's so good. Uh, and and B because like that Spider Man one blew my mind with the whole like oh they have to angle it to look the same like size no matter the perspective.
2: Yeah, it's there's so cool. a lot of really crazy technical things that the whole idea of theme park design is the guest is never supposed to know all of the technical things that that happen to make it. Like if you had to if you if you saw the the, the plumbing for uh, uh, Galaxy's Edge, it would take you out of it. <laughs> so Spider-Man is one of those that's a perfect example of like a tiny little team, just ingenuity and 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 passion to do something right. And every single decision made was a good one. So that's that's one of the episodes as I do a deep dive into that ride and be and talking about not only why is it good, but why do you love it?
0: Hell yeah. Uh go ahead and get that a watch everyone. you want. And Chris, why don't you tell people where they can find it? First him? of all,
1: Kevin, can you link me to your stuff afterwards? Uh, I'm really interested. Absolutely. And my roommate is also an enormous theme park guy, so I think he'd be really interested in the stuff you have to say. <laughs> I just got I just oh, got wonderful. a Maya country bears ornament. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, my roommate Mike is yes. a, like an enormous theme park person. Um Oh amazing. But uh uh boy, me. Um I'm at C underscore Dobbins on Twitter. My work is at C Um fun, Here's a fun thing since we recorded last episode. I am now unemployed and I am looking for work because I I, 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 I am an animator. I am a character designer. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know if you ever see any postings about like character design or character animation in like the L.A. area, please forward it to me because I am actively looking. Hell yeah, guys! I'm actually looking
2: at Chris's website right now. It's good stuff. Thank you. I'm working on new stuff. I vouch. I I I vouch for you. Thank you. you.
1: Hell yeah,
0: same. Uh, You have drawn many great Sonics (laughs) for me, (laughs) Um,
1: and your oh god, and your newest, your latest character design stuff that you put up has been really Thank you. I'm I'm trying to update my portfolio and getting help from a lot of people, so I'm extremely grateful to them.
0: Uh, and you can find me at Sean at your son that's S-E-A-N the number 8 U-R-S-O-N on Twitter Um, I am also out of work because my uh, last research gig just ended so if you know anybody who needs to, no it's okay I mean, I knew it was coming up Uh, so I I am also looking for research work Uh, if you have any podcasts or video essays that you need somebody to do like background research on uh, hit me up there on Twitter you can DM me or email me Um, and I also uh, write articles and stuff that I post frequently um also, post a lot of pictures of my uh, cute dog on Twitter. So uh, go there if you want to look. Wanna Sean's, see those. Sean's uh, a good writer, <laughs>
1: and he's got a cute dog. Go support him. Hell yeah! <laughs> Thank you. Uh,
0: and you can follow the podcast at Sonic Pod. Or uh, sorry, wow, it's been a while since I said it. It's Sonic underscore Pod, I think it's right? Just at Sonic no, pod. it's just Sonic Pod. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I forgot. So it's uh, at Sonic Pod uh, on Twitter, uh, and we will post all the pictures that we have been uh, sharing with each other throughout the recording of this, so you can follow <laughs> along uh and yeah thank you for listening so much um so how we end the episode uh and i need to get a voice clip of this as well (laughs) uh, we do the we do the line read from uh sonic adventure 2 where tail says we all did it together and we just say that at the end to sign us (laughs) off. so uh whenever you're ready i'll count us down do it
2: i know i I know
0: the line well (laughs) all right great so three two one we all all did did it together. All right, thank you for listening,
1: everyone. Have a good one.
3: Bye.